Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay cryptocurrent. Now, here's your host, Richard Carthon. We all know there's a race to acquire more Bitcoin. Why not earn more with what you already have? With Tantra Labs app, you can put your Bitcoin to work with up to 12% interest backed in Bitcoin per year, currently the highest interest rate in the industry. So, how does it all work? First, go to tantralabs.io and follow the steps to sign up. Second, after approval, deposit as much or as little as you like. Third, sit back and watch your Bitcoin work for you at 12% interest back per year. Lock in your 12% now by signing up at tantralabs.io. Or you can click on the link in our show notes and on our website. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I got very special guest out of Miami working on an amazing project in the NFT space that if you have not heard about, you need to be looking into because it is absolutely amazing. Community is growing very quickly and a lot of people are beginning to pay attention to this. So we have Martin and Chris K with Bull Market Girlfriends. How are you doing today? Hi, very good. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Very good. Thanks. <laughs> well, thank you both for joining me today. Excited to learn more about you and everything going on with Bull Market Girlfriends, but first want to learn a little bit about both of you. Can you give us a little bit of background on yourselves? And we can either start with Martin or Chris K. Uh, I'm going to start. Hi again. So my name is Christina. I'm uh, 36 years old. Originally, I'm from Russia. I had my uh, master's degree in financial management and uh, I was working at the bank at first, but then I realized that I wanted something more creative and I found that a clothing business and came up with very creative concept. So I was buying last year high quality uh, fashion models and I had someone to redesign them on my face. That worked very well for four years, but then I decided that I wanted to change my life and do something else. So I moved to Barcelona and I was living there for another four years. And that's where I met Martin and who's actually pushed me into creative world. Like more. So it's funny because I think he was the first one who saw my paintings and drawings that I had at home everywhere in the walls. And then he really loved them. And he was super surprised that it was actually me who was doing it. I really didn't show it to anyone, actually. Yeah, after that, uh, well, we got married. <laughs> I moved to All right, Canada. Congrats. Uh, thanks. Yes. And I moved to Canada there. I was uh, still doing like um, creative stuff. I was uh, taking pictures a lot. Like I can call myself like a photographer, not professional, but photographer. I really love it. Then I was doing uh, paintings and drawings uh, at home also because Martin was pushing me, but I wasn't comfortable sharing it with people. I know why. <laughs> it was the time when he really like said, okay, Christina, this is the time. This is your moment. And that's how we introduced yeah. to NFTs. <laughs> I'll take the relay. So I've, I've been in business, uh, an entrepreneur in a bunch of different things, founded a few financial and, and uh, fintechs, among others. So we exited a few projects in the last, in the last years. Uh, and we were taking an official retirement about six weeks ago. And, Amazing. Um, 
I've been for a while pushing her to, uh, to towards NFTs because I see the space is growing very fast and it's the first time there's such a huge possibility for uh, and to build an audience for an artist. Like there's never been hundreds of thousands of people looking for visual art at the same time on one marketplace. So, so I bought her an iPad, uh, a big iPad and everything. One week after retirement, we figure out the style that she wants to do. She does a couple sketches and we, right away we say, okay, this, this is going to work. We launched this project and uh, with no expectations, I sent the link to a few friends and uh, posted it on Twitter. And it was, uh, it's, it's not a big min, but it was sold out in 56 minutes. That is incredible. So let me just go through this entire journey one more time. So yeah. with Chris K, you start in the financial world. You decide to get out of it, start to get more creative space, doing your own clothing, and then eventually get to a point where you're starting to do your own art. Or you meet Martin Barcelona, y'all get together. Martin, who just finished doing a lot of his own entrepreneurial journey, then realizes, hey, you're an artist. You could do some really cool stuff. There's this thing called crypto. Let's look into it. Let's, let's make these NFTs. So you're like, well, you know, just let's do a project. Let's see what happens. You put it out to the world. And in 56 minutes, the project sells out. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And then we that is incredible. <laughs> one piece after the other. And every time it takes five seconds and it sells. Like we're like, okay, what's happening there? Yeah. So, let's, uh, let's, so let's stay there for a moment. What is bull market girlfriend? So tell me about conceptually, what is the art and what made you come up with the concept and, and why are people going crazy for it right now? Well, the first very easy answer, I really love doing portraits, like women portraits. So that was like, for sure, I knew that's going to be that direction. So basically, the way I'm doing them, it's uh, I'm doing them actually like one line. It's like not the whole piece, but the facial, for sure. It's like it's all one line, then the, the hairstyle would be another. So she's drawing the whole visage without lifting the pencil once. Yeah. Gives, so gives wow. That gives the, the weird like look of them, but that's what I'm going for. Like to yeah. have a little bit like weird, but beautiful at the same time. Yeah, she's been practicing that for two years. Uh, that is awesome. So let me just reemphasize that. So you basically created this entire picture of the art that you're seeing without lifting up once. You're kind yes. of just a continuous stroke. You know, everything, but the, 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 the eyebrow, the eyes, the nose, the mouth is always done in one trait. And sometimes also the face too. It's a couple of traits in total. Yeah. It's basically like if you like take any girl, girlfriend, and look at the face, you will not see any like breakage kind of. <laughs> No, which yeah. is really unique. You were able to create this really cool artwork with it. And then you're able to start to establish this market where people were like going crazy over it again, sold in 56 minutes. But as you start looking at your community now, you go from being this brand new NFT project to exploding to a Discord channel with 10,000 plus users. Kind of walk me through that journey of like, once you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we just sold out to where you are now. One of the... The different things that we that we have is like we're a traditional art project, which is like all unique, one one out of ones. It's not a generative ten thousand piece. So we release very slowly. Like she works for six hours on a on a single piece. So we can only release one to two pieces a day. It's gonna be done in probably five years. This project, maybe even longer. As crazy as it sounds, we didn't expect that in the beginning because he, she used to draw them in two hours. But now that they're getting that much attention, she At takes. At first, she, she told me like, "Oh, Christina, okay, it's gonna be." Okay, so I'm going to very quickly yeah. say the short story because that's super funny. I found fine. He said like, okay, give me like uh, 100 pieces. I'm like, okay, 100 is doable. And then it wasn't Blue Market Girlfriends yet, by the way. It was something else. And then he's like, mm, 
actually, I think we're going to be good at it. So let's make it more. Like, give me like a thousand pieces. I'm like, okay. So what I was actually doing before that, I was like, I need like more creative time. So like thousand, I'm not going to be able to do as many. And then I came up with the idea of portraits of beautiful women. And then he's like, okay, so it's going to be 2,500 pieces. I'm like, okay, cool. And I don't know. I thought it's like a year. Like I didn't even think of the time. And then he's like, well, so that's going to be like around three, four years. <laughs> two years in the beginning of the place years. that we were going. Yes, actually. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, it's going to be like yeah. five But five. we structured it as far as like collectibles and rarity. We, we got inspired by a guy, uh, his name Ghost. He's doing very well. He, he does collectible NFTs. And so basically you get compounded ownership. So if you own two pieces, it creates you pieces of these, these two together in one. Oh, wow. And so we got inspired by him and we got inspired by traditional uh, 10,000 pieces with rarity and categories like the, the crypto punks of this world and all of that. And we structured it in that way. And there's not many, there's not many traditional art drops that are done and structured in this way. So it's also a collectible. It's it also has, has all of the features that makes these 10,000 pieces interesting to collect. We haven't, re- like the, the, the composite ownership, we haven't released it yet. We're still working on, on the on the formula. But yeah, so it, it has all of these elements too that, that makes it interesting for a lot of different people, a lot of different reasons. Some of it is for avatars, some of it is for vanity, some of it is for speculation. There's a lot of, of different ways. So we try to figure out a way this will touch every one of these personas. Absolutely. And what's really cool about the way I've been able to tackle it, especially because everything's kind of a one-of-one one as well, You've also gone and do a unique raffle system. Can you kind of explain what that is? That's what it came up with the gas wars, because when we we're releasing a piece, everybody was complaining that they were wasting gas. So I think on the third or fourth drop, like the, the second day we, we came up with the first version of this that we've been improving upon since. Basically, everybody in the Discord does a promotional act towards the project, and then we drop the link. They have a set amount of time to bid uh, 0.15 Ethereum on it, and we randomly pick somebody with the, the it used to be like a, a, a little randomizer that just like a number picker because there was 20 bids in the beginning. Now it's like 600, so we're moving towards a bot. We, we, we did a full custom bot right now that's gonna be launching in the, today or tomorrow. But so, so yeah, somebody's, uh, somebody's uh, randomly picked. But it gets the excitement really going. We made it all around the art piece itself. People have to go on OpenSea and, and put a bid on, which was a little bit more complicated than just a, like a Discord raffle bot. And it gets people uh, really into it. And during that period of time, it gets really yeah, crazy active. Like it can be like five messages a second when we're picking up the winner. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, the, the hype around this right now is, is, is pretty remarkable. Like even with the raffle system right now, you, you put in the amount that you just said and you have the opportunity to be able to resell that girlfriend for an enormous multiple. And that gives a lot of excitement and a lot of brand loyalty to a lot of your community, which has been really remarkable. One of the things that I want to kind of spend a little bit more time on just because I think y'all are in a unique place where you kind of did this as a passion project and just said, hey, let's see what happens. So like for, for both of you, like, and we'll start with you, Chris K, like, what would you tell an aspiring either artist or someone who was like, oh, I've heard of this crypto thing. I've heard of this NFT thing. Why, why should they spend the time to potentially try to launch their own NFT? Well, if they already thinking about it, it's because they have this like uh, artist soul. And what I can say, like 
right now it is the moment and if you've been waiting for it and you were not sure all your life well now there is no doubt you really have to start because i feel like nfts it's a world that uh, a lot of people can see your art and what you're doing and if you have doubts um like i can assure you there's always will be someone who will love what you're doing so like just go for it and do it <laughs> i think that's great and 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 martin when you saw like again from the business standpoint of like you saw the amazing work she was doing you're like hey here's how we can now turn this into in a way that we can get this out to the world like how did you conceptually say like all right Here's how we're going to be able to bring your art to the world. Yeah, the goal basically from the beginning is to create Christina an audience, a solid audience before the end of this project so she can do whatever she wants for the rest of her life. So we decided to put community first. And so the whole raffle, raffle system and every, every, every way we've done it is basically like, let's create value for our community. And generally, they'll be incentivized to, to, to pay forward to the to the project. So there, there's, this, like, as you said, there's people that win and flip it right away. Like it, it happens quite often. It happens every week now, but there's also a lot of people that win and end up looking more into the project and they end up trying to help us, you know? So I, I saw that in, in traditional crypto when you try to do as much distribution as possible in the beginning to get everybody having skin in the game in a project. So we were like, okay, let's do that with NFT. Let's try, let's try that, that, that approach to distribute it as fairly as possible while keeping a balance between uh, owner's value and uh, like any artist should optimize their art for, for the value of their art, right? Like it's not about like an investment scheme or anything like that, but let's keep it like, like let's keep a balance between the, the value to owners and distributing it to as many people as possible that, that, that want to be part of it. So yeah, that's, uh, that's what I would say. Like put community first and everything should work out, like build a community around. This is the, the goal anyways, as an artist to, to be able to, to have eyes on, on whatever you're doing and people are enjoying. So that's uh, the easiest way I've, uh, I've found out uh, how to do it. For sure. And, and just on the subject of community, I have one more follow-up question because I think a lot of people who are starting to create these amazing communities are beginning to have challenges with as your community starts getting massive, how do you start to take care and make sure that each concern is either being addressed or that you have ways that people within your community can uh, talk to certain things and, and just being able to manage 10,000 plus people. Like what are some of the things that y'all been able to put in place to effectively manage your community? Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, this is Steve Miller and I'm the host of CC Live, the show that keeps you up to date with what's popping off in crypto land. Every episode of CC Live brings you the latest news, keeps you updated on the top projects, and decrypts everything you need to know to get ahead in the wild world of Web3. So if you really want to stay Cryptocurrent, Join Richard, Chris, and I every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on YouTube Live. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe to Cryptocurrent's YouTube channel today. And as always, stay Cryptocurrent. It's not been the easiest thing. Like, like yesterday, I had a very heavy conversation with two members uh, about how the system works. And it, it pushed me to rush a little bit the launch of the, uh, the automated drafting system. You need to spend a lot of time, first of all. Like, that's what we did. Like, I'm doing 14 hours in the chat already, minimum. Like, people come up and they have, they, they want to, they're going to create their own job. So, if you're successful, you're going to make a bit of money, incentivize them. We're, we're having quite a few people right now on a monthly uh, stipend. We, we also hired a community member full time, incentivize them. They want some art. They want, like, figure out the people that want to, that are really into the project, and, and they're going to create their own job description. 
Like that's what we pretty much do. Like everybody that that's doing anything is because they suggested that they wanted to do that thing. Now we have 13 people that are incentivizing one way or another with different mandates. We're doing like we have somebody that's we have actually three different ones that are working with traditional art galleries to structure the collection in there. We had two guys that helped structure the chat. One one he built a custom a custom raffle, but this guy we've been trying to to reward him and ask him what he wants, but it's very he he doesn't want any he's not asking for anything. So we we drop him some collaboration pieces and he's happy for now. But yeah, we, we've had a lot of people, but like that, that's the power of community. It's basically like a lot, I've built businesses like top down, had hundreds and hundreds of employees in them. And you always have to figure out like role, responsibility, tasks. You have to like structure it and organize it. This project has been so different. Like it's basically people coming forward and say, hey, I can do this for you. Yeah. That's like, amazing. okay, well, let's try right, it. Well, yeah. Let's find a way. And I just want to spend a second there because I think it's a really good reminder of why community in crypto and blockchain is so unique is that people are really literally raising their hands saying, I want to do this. Here's what I can bring to the table. Can you like find a spot for me? And the answer is yes, because you're finding these people who are very passionate, very talented, and have the tools and capacities to handle a lot of the things within the organization that you were looking for anyway. But instead of having to put out a, a job posting, they're showing up. And that's amazing. And I think a lot of people within their own communities fail to realize that they have very capable people within their own communities that can help them and help their team and help them grow. And this is also a reminder to all the listeners right now that like, if you find a project, or you find a team that makes a lot of sense to you and you feel like you have a, a tool, tools and skill set that can bring value to them, speak up, reach out, find a way to become involved because a lot of these team members aren't necessarily overwhelmed, but have a lot going on. And if you can take off some of their load, some of their burden and make their life easier, they're down to listen to you and, and to make that happen. So um, I really do appreciate, you know, you, you sharing that sentiment. I think it's a really great reminder. Another kind of question that I have for y'all is just in the greater NFT, like blockchain space, where do y'all see things headed? So obviously this has been an incredible year. A lot has happened. There's a lot more attention as we look at this. I mean, you even have financial institutions buying like crypto punks and everything else. So like the, the eyes are here. How do you see this space continuing to grow into the future? And, and how is what y'all are doing a position to continue to grow over the years and not fade into the, the background? What we're trying to do is like, we have a long-term vision, right? Like it's not, we're dropping 10,000 and then we're forgetting about the project like so many teams do. So we're going to have to market this to and create demand for it for the next five years or three years or six years. We'll see how long us. So where are we trying to position ourselves is we're trying to be one of the first, if not the first art project to cross over between the traditional arts and NFTs. Where I see this space right now, it's quite simple. Like it's growing firstly, like we went from, uh, there was more sales in the month of August than there was in all of, uh, like for, for OpenSea in particular, they sold more in August than they sold in all of their history before. And now in September, they're, 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 so it's really two months of craziness in NFT. <laughs> yeah, so now in September, they're, they're, they're about to, to like even out August number. So yeah, there's going to be adoption cycles. It's going to be like, you know, like in crypto or anything else, like it, people are speculating on, on assets, on highly illiquid assets in this case. So there's going to be adoption cycle. We're going to, we're going to live through them and we're just going to keep holding. But we're positioning ourselves as a traditional art project. Like we're, we're working with galleries right now. We're building virtual reality gallery. 
Yeah, and inside of inside of their gallery, there'll be a few token frames. Uh, they have they make these forty nine inch uh, frames that you can control with your phone and put your NFTs on your wall. When you buy a piece there, you'll you'll you leave with a physical piece. So it's like we're gonna do all the traditional gallery marketing with the art book and everything else. But inside of the gallery, we'll take very little space. We'll have this VR headset connected to a big television, so everybody can see. And we're gonna have like fifty inventory pieces in there. But we're doing it into the metaverse so the goal is to have like at least 12 galleries with with this and if a gallery goer in san francisco and another one in new york is there at the same time they'll be able to speak each other, to each other inside of the art galleries and, and so cool. to see what's <laughs> happening we'll see how it goes right like uh, it's not that much foot traffic in these galleries so we'll we'll, we'll figure it out as we go but uh, we're working uh, that's a non-vr project but we're working on uh, the central and uh, uh, customized project we bought some some plot and we're working with builders there so we're integrating like permanent projects into different metaverse and also the real world but like at the end of the day like the way i see it is it's an art project that we optimize for value it's not a, we're not like i see some nft projects saying like diamond hands hold like it's a stock it's a stock market well i'm sorry but this is at the end of the day it's like it's it's an art project so that, that's why we're trying to to go with it I think right now the projects that are going to develop and become blue chips, uh, they're going to be eventually in the Louvre and other museums because like the market is going to go towards NFTs. There's going to be adoption cycle. There's uh, three, three, four hundred thousand people right now buying NFTs. There's eventually going to be ten million. In the, in, like there's going to be, but the first ones to really create something that's going to have some artistic value. The opportunity is so big right now to establish yourself for the future. So that's where, that, that, that's where we're trying to do. We're, like, it looks like it's growing fast. There's a lot of work behind it. Like we have this project management software. We have these CRMs already installed. We, we have custom bus. We have people posting on Twitter, like on all these arguments. We have like, we, we have a whole structure organized. There. It's not just like by mistake that this is happening. It's a lot of work. And again, it speaks to both of you. Like y'all have a great working partnership in the sense that you have a lot of business background and figuring out how do you roll up the systems and operations to make it flow. And then you have your artist, which again, that's where the main thing here with the beautiful art and what people want in uh, creating something of value that people want to hold on to potentially sell or, you know, have diamond hands and, and show forever into these artistic things. So I think the future is bright. I think what y'all have going on is absolutely incredible. But on this journey, I always like to wrap up with two fun questions. And the first one's going to be with all the knowledge that you have right now, what wisdom would you impart to yourself when you first got started in this space? And Chris, we can start with you. Like with, with everything that you've learned up to this point right now and right before you even got started in this venture, what are some pieces of wisdom you would give yourself? What happened with me was accidentally... But my like advice to other people who is trying to start a project is to do something that you're going to have endless inspiration. <laughs> so basically, uh, yeah, as I said, I was just lucky, I guess, because right now I'm drawing girls and it comes kind of easily to me. And I'm very excited every time I start the piece. I'm super excited and I'm super inspired and I feel like it's never going to end. So the advice is... Maybe like start something that you know that your inspiration will never drown. <laughs> yeah, and um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
for me, I would say, well, I said it earlier, it's like make it about community, the first thing. For sure. And the second thing is do solid homework before you launch something. Like a lot of new artists, they launch uh, what I call these, uh, or we have a, these art salads, right? They're just releasing anything that they're creating and they're throwing it out there. Hopefully something sticks, right? NFTs are collectibles first and foremost. So make it collectible, organize it in a certain way or figure out a way that where you stand out, but organize your collection and your drops. Uh, we, we had some vague idea of what we wanted to do in the beginning and we made some mistakes today and it's really, really hard to fix them when you make an, an error in a, in a category or something because OpenSea is really well made for, like, if you want, if you have a 10,000-piece collection, yeah. but if you're entering it by hand and you make a spelling mistake, you cannot change it after. Yeah, right. So without the, the, the owner of the piece transferring it back to you, and so we have a few of these transfers. We're still going to have to spend a couple of days uh, trying to fix a few early mistakes, but it's like the structure and organization uh, it's first and foremost. And we've been talking about to a lot of successful artists. Uh, we're doing like quite a few collabs. And if they can get somebody that run the business side with them as a business partner, I think they would be a lot more successful. Like I'm talking, these artists are some millions of dollars. And I think artists should be focused on art. And they, they should find somebody to partner up with that's going to run the, the, the business side, the community, all of it. Because there's so many opportunities and so little time. And I don't see how Christina could do it alone. And so focus on our art. So I think, I, I think like build a team of people. Yeah. I think those are two great pieces to just run them back. So Christina is to work on something that you're absolutely passionate about. You have that fire and energy for that. You're just not going to run out of supply because once it, when it feels like more of a chore instead of something that you love doing, it can kind of fade away. So make sure that you get into it with something that you're very passionate about. And Martin's basically saying, make sure that you have a system in place or an idea of a structure of where you're headed, because a lot of people don't want to do the homework. They just want to kind of throw something out there and hope for the best. And if you go in a lot more methodical, you can avoid a lot more mistakes. Not to say the mistakes aren't going to happen, but you can run a lot faster. And ultimately, by having a creative to do the creative process and having a, a, someone to focus on the business, it allows you to move faster and move more efficiently and have a more beneficial business as you are building that out. So I think that's incredible. But as we wrap up here, again, y'all have left a lot of great gems for us. What is a final thought that you want to leave with our audience here today? It can be anything. It could be inspiration. It could be something you've learned recently. What's a final thought that you would like to leave with us? I just want to share something that I've never been in any community before. And uh, for me, this is the first thing that I'm so, so grateful to be introduced to this world. And it is so awesome to know that all these people, they're really there. Like they like what I do, but at the same time, it's what is like really um, surprising. But I mean, it's so many people there, so many smart people from different, different, like they have different jobs from different countries and they're all there together and they are such a nice people. I'm just grateful and happy that we together and I'm super thankful yeah, even like before my art, it's true. Like you're probably not going to believe me, but like my art, I've been always doing it. And for me, it's nothing like surprising, but the community thing, I'm so thankful. By the way, like I don't really have time to be there. So Martin is, but 
every night I go to sleep, I make sure I have one hour to read, but I'm not forcing myself to do it. I'm really excited and I really... Show a big smile. Yes, every time. The people there, they are so funny and so interesting and supporting. And that's what actually makes sure, like, when I read all of this, it really gives me, like, a power and I'm inspired to do the work tomorrow, you know, like, every night. So... Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I love you. <laughs> I think uh, I think I can skip my turn on that. She just made a nice, uh, oh, a nice closure to this interview. <laughs> no, no, that was great. That, that's an absolutely final, amazing final thought. This community is amazing. And it's awesome that you have people who are very welcoming and supportive of what you do, right? It's, it's one thing when you're putting your passion on paper. It's another one. Someone recognizes your greatness and it's cool to constantly have that being shown. So congratulations to both of y'all again for starting this venture. All the success you've had, all the continued success I'm sure you're going to have, especially because you're so community focused. I'm excited to follow the journey. Also for everyone listening, what are ways that people can connect with you, become part of your community and learn more about everything you have going on? So everything is happening on Discord. Uh, all the action, that's where we do the drops. That's where like... It's pretty crazy. People are creating friendships. Uh, I'm sure like we'll have a real world meeting in the, in the next few months or years and people are connecting. So this part is the main, uh, the, the main thing. We're on Twitter at Bull Girlfriends, Chris K also. Uh, Christine is on Instagram, Chris K NFT. So and we have a website called bullmarketgirlfriends.com, full spending light. We also have a nice gallery on, on Cyber. We have a virtual gallery if you want to see the collection for the first oh, time. It's the best way to see it. Yeah. So you go to onsyber.io slash bullmarketgirlfriends and uh, you're going to see, uh, you're going to be able to walk into an art gallery and, and visualize some of the pieces that she's made. Awesome. Well, we'll make sure to get all of those links in the show notes as well. So for everyone listening, I hope you really enjoyed today's conversation with both Chris Cake, aka Christina, and as well as Martin as well. I know I have. I appreciate both of you joining me today. And for everyone listening, stay CryptoCurrent. Hey, CryptoCurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from Crypto the Superdog. I was curious about cryptocurrency, and when I found this podcast, it really taught me a lot in a way that wasn't overwhelming definitely give it a listen. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. 
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Crypto Current with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay crypto current. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice. This show and any other cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes.